Hey guys, here for a shorty podcast. Uh, This should be one of my shorter ones, hopefully, but, you know, I like to gab, so maybe it won't be. But I want to talk about a few different subjects. Um, One being ads and previews that play before movies and the the length of that and all of that. Because I hear that's a real issue for a lot of people from the different movie shows and people, you know, commenting in. And so I just want to give my two cents on that. But also some stuff about Kevin Spacey, and I want to give my two cents on that too. So let's let's start with the, the lighter subject one first, and let's talk about. I think something that we all face when we go to the movie theaters is it does even with the two theaters that I go to to see my movies, it does seem like little by little we're getting more and more. And I'm not talking about ads, but but once you know, let's say you're seeing. A 1015 show. Once 1015 rolls around, the trailer starts. I had a few ads. It seems like every time you go, it gets a little bit longer, and thus it takes a little bit longer before your movie actually starts. And some things that I'm hearing for some people is that they have like 30 minutes worth of trailers before their movie even actually starts and that's a bit ridiculous that is where i go that's a problem and you know look i I haven't really talked about this i don't think too much but you know i used to work at a movie theater and you know the back then this was several years ago now but it was the, the rule of thumb was always there's roughly about 10 minutes worth of trailers before the movie and i think 10 minutes is the perfect about because you figure a trailer is a minute to two minutes so that's you know like maybe four or five trailers give or take you know i don't think that's that bad but when you're getting to six trailers seven trailers you know which the number of trailers really isn't an issue because you might be showing you know a 30-minute teaser here and a 30-minute teaser there. And that's that's fine. As long as it doesn't... You know, I would even give a grace amount of time of, you know, 12 minutes. If you want to put a couple more minutes there. Because, you know, you might be in a season where you have a bunch of great trailers. Like, like this week with Comic-Con going on. We had the Witcher trailer. And we had the It Chapter 2 trailer. We had Top Gun. We had... Um, you know, we had a bunch of really good trailers, so if a movie theater wants to play a bunch of these trailers, I totally get it. But I don't think you should go much over 12. 12 minutes, I think, is a perfect amount. What you do then in that case is play a bunch of different trailers before different of the movies. If you want to make if you want to make sure that you're showing showing your audiences all of these trailers, pepper them in in different auditoriums. Don't try to shove them all, you know, in, in one showing because then you are getting into the 15, 20. And if you're going to go 20 minutes, why not go 30 minutes? And at that point, it's just sort of ridiculous. And and look, you know, previews in a movie theater is what keep because, you know, there's a lot of us that watch a lot of stuff online on YouTube or whether you go straight to, you know, the uh, movie site or whatever, you know, there's a, there's a lot of us that 
are into all of this stuff and have watched the trailers over and over and over online. But believe it or not, the vast majority of people still only see the move the trailers at the movie theaters. You'd, you'd be surprised to see that that is still the case, but it is. And so, look, I totally get it, you know. Just because I've watched the It Chapter 2 trailer, you know, ten times online already, doesn't mean that Joe Schmo has seen it once, you know. And so that is something that you you have to take in as 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 a movie theater. But, you know, you also want to make sure your patrons have a good experience. And you also want to make sure that you keep them coming back. And you're not just going to keep them coming back by showing them movies that make them go, oh, well, I definitely am going to come back to see that. You also want to make sure a good experience. And let me tell you, if I see, as a patron, if I see four movies in a month, and I know my movie is supposed to start at X time, but my movie, all four times of going to the movie theater, doesn't start until 30 minutes after that show time. How, but I can go to this other theater down the road that does keep closer to a 10-minute preview time. Well, then I'm just going to stop going to your theater because even though it might be harder for me to get to this theater, it might be farther away, maybe it doesn't have as comfortable seats, yada, 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 I would much rather go to that theater than have to sit through this much time if I'm on a time crunch. Because now if I'm not on a time crunch, that might be a little different. But I know for a lot of people that go to the movies, they time out everything. Me personally, right now, where I'm at in life, sure. Sitting through 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 you know thirty minute minute minutes of trailer before the movie isn't going to be that big of a deal for me because right now I don't have work and 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 all that kind of stuff. But you know once I have a job, once once my life sort of hopefully you know gets better and all that kind of stuff, I might not want to have to sit through all of that. I might just you know what I'm already watching a two hour movie, you know. I might want to okay let's get to it, and so. Movie theaters, I think, need to be better about understanding that. It's not about shoving all of these trailers before every single movie. It's you pick and choose. What movie trailers at a 10 to 12 minute period do we want to show before each individual movie? Because you are going to have different audiences for different movies. You know, because you have the animated movies. Well, you're not going to play the It trailer before Toy Story 4. Because, number one, that's going to scare the crap out of the kids. But that's really not the place to show that. But you might show the Angry Birds 2 movie trailer. You might show Cats. You might show different things like that. You know, however, you might show the It Chapter 2 trailer before Joker. You might show that before... You know, uh, Halloween or, you know, things like that. So it's about picking the right trailers within a 12-minute window that are going to get that particular audience to want to come back to the movie theaters. Oh, that's for me. I want to see that. I'm going to come back. So that's sort of my field. This 30-minute trailers on top of a hour-and-a-half, two-hour movie is not good. It's not good. 
I should be able to look at my watch and say, okay, if I'm going to, you know, a two o'clock showing, we got 10 minutes of preview. That's, so the movie will really start around 2.10. If I know I'm watching a, let's say I'm watching a two hour movie on, on the spot, I should be able to say that I'm going to be out of that movie theater by 4.10. And I won't even be out of there. I'll probably be out a little bit earlier because I might not stay through all the previews. And the runtime for a movie also includes the credits. So I should be able to tell that I'm going to be out of the movie by 4.10. You know, I should not be saying I'm going to get out of the movie by 4.30, 4.40. That's ridiculous. That is crazy. So that's, that's what I have to say uh, 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 for that. So let's jump into this Kevin Spacey stuff. Um, so one of the cases, and just one, but one of the cases against him has been dropped. And I, I noticed somebody asked this question, and I had to put my two cents about this out. But someone basically asked, do you think with this case being dropped that he'll come back to to Hollywood? Do you think he'll be he'll come back to, to acting? And I think the thing to remember is... He has multiple cases against him, and only one is being dropped right now. Only one. And I think that is a big thing for everyone to keep in mind. And I'm pretty sure the majority of us is all on the same page. When I say, I think Kevin Spacey has really screwed the pooch for himself in this business. I don't think we'll ever see the man come back to Hollywood. Um... I think he'd be hard-pressed to find any work anywhere because he's so recognizable and so well-known. Honestly, if I'm just going to go there, I'm, I mean, I'm just being honest, you know. I think even if he was was in a place where he was so broke that he had to try to go get a job at McDonald's, I don't think even McDonald's would hire him because he's Kevin Spacey and everyone knows these accusations. That's how much I think he screwed the pooch. For himself um, but I do want to also say this though like look I think the things that Kevin Spacey has done are egregious and horrible and I think he's a disgusting human being for doing the things that he's done with that being said I do think redemption is possible for him I don't I don't think anyone is incapable of making a life change now depending on what happens with all of these cases he might have to do some prison time or house arrest or whatever the case may be maybe he has to pay a large sum of money you know maybe a you know some fines or whatever but um but you know once he's been dealt with legally um the one thing I do think is I do think he can turn his life around. Um, and I'm hoping that he does. I'm hoping that he does learn to have real remorse for his actions. Not just because, you know, he's, he's you know, facing the bullet, but that he, he really does feel remorseful for it. 
And I hope that happens. I really do. Because, you know, Kevin Spacey is absolutely one of my favorite actors, you know. Um, And it broke my heart for so many reasons to hear about all this stuff coming out. Because it's... It just sucks, you know, it just sucks for so many different reasons. Uh, You feel bad for the victims, but, you know, but you also, you know, don't know what to think about him, and and it becomes that sort of catch-22 kind of situation, and it just sucks. It's just a shitty situation altogether. Um, But I do think he's somebody that that can turn his life around. When I look at Kevin Spacey, there's no, there, I see a guy who is trying his best to save his career. And it's, and it's sort of depressing because I think he does love acting. Obviously, I think he loves making money. And I think everything that he's done, I think him posting that YouTube video, as desperate as it was, I think it was really him trying to safeguard what he loves and I don't think you can in that sense really blame him because I think any of us in that situation would try to do the same Uh, I don't think what he did was very tactfully well done but the thing itself I don't think is something that any of us would do in that situation because if I'm going to be honest with myself if I was in his situation I would try to do the same thing you know I would try to, you know, do whatever I could to try to save my place in Hollywood and my career and all of that kind of stuff. And so I don't think you can hate him for that. Um, but I think I think something he's going to have to realize is that unfortunately, and I really do mean unfortunately, I think his actions... Um, have made it to where I don't think I don't think anyone in Hollywood will ever want to work with him again. You know, even if he does make a 180 change and all of that kind of stuff, you know, um, because he has so many victims and he said so much bad, I don't think anyone's going to be able to look past it. Um, so in terms of this person's questions, no, I don't think, I don't think he'll ever make a comeback. Um, not because he shouldn't be able to, um, this isn't me saying I think that's right. I feel like when somebody, no matter how much of a mistake they made or how big of a mistake they made, if we as a society really care about each other and what's best, there's a big difference between... If somebody is just an asshole and they screw up and they don't deserve, you know, to be brought back in, then that is one thing. If they're just an evil, sadistic, because there are those people out there, for sure. That is one thing. But what I hate about society sometimes is you actually see people actually make a 180 change and they actually make their life better after screwing up. And we still give them the boot. And like, no, you're not welcome here. And I don't think that's the way to be. And so I would hope that if Spacey makes a change in his life, 
after all that's happened and he does become a better person and you start hearing that from people that know him then then I would hope that he would be able to come back to Hollywood and make movies you know again depending on whether he does time or not who knows how old he'll be before that even happens if he'll be in a place in life where that's feasible but but you know yeah in theory I would love for him to be able to come back and make movies again someday but I just I think from society standpoint I think he's done I think I think he's done uh, which is sad because he's in some of my absolute favorite movies not just movies of his but just movies in general I love The Negotiator with him and Samuel L. Jackson that was actually probably my introduction to him um, I love A Bug's Life him as Hopper so great so great I mean I know it's only his voice but uh, I love him as Hopper um, I love Pay It Forward Pay It Forward is so good and uh, American Beauty I mean, those are just four movies right off the top, and it's just like, and you're not even talking about The Usual Suspects or The Ref, which I love him and Dennis Leary in, and, you know, all these other movies that he's been in. And so, yeah, it's a, it's a shame. It's a real damn shame, but, you know, uh, but he got himself there, and so as far as that goes, I, I can't feel sorry for him because he, he got himself there, but I can have pity on him, and I can hope that... He turns his life around, and if that happens, then I will unabashedly be one person that roots for him. But that's not going to happen if that doesn't happen for him. Um, if he's going to keep being the egregious asshole and keep that behavior up, even after all this has happened, then as far as I'm concerned, I don't care whether he works in Hollywood ever again. Um, but yeah, if he makes a change, then I'll be in his corner for sure. So that's my take on both of these subjects i'd be interested to hear what you say feel free to tweet at me at bshu89 and i will see you guys in the next podcast peace out